Welcome to today's edition of Beat to the Fire, where we're always challenging the status quo. For more cutting-edge commentary, go to feettothefire.org. That is feet, the number two, thefire.org. And now your host. It is Friday, and you know what that means. Friday Follies, let's go. Welcome to Feet to the Fire. This is your host, Sergio Fassa. Friday Follies is crazies and freak shows on the left, ruining our culture and world with all of their wild leftism. Insane things in the news from the American and global and worldwide left. Let's start with this. We'll go as fast as possible. <clears throat> Excuse me. The Epic Times. Get, get a load of this. The Supreme Court released a report stating that after a months-long internal investigation, the leaker of a draft opinion overturning Roe v. Wade last year just could not be identified. Isn't that amazing? You are the U.S. Supreme Court, the highest court in the world's superpower, some lousy, grubby little clerk who has probably fed the information by a leftist judge on the nine-court, nine-judge court. Nine judges, and they can't figure it out. Some little grubby clerk, pre, uh, ahead of time, prematurely leaked out the information on the Dobbs decision back last spring that overturned Roe v. Wade, and they, ju- they just... They looked everywhere. They looked under every uh, piece of furniture and every nook and cranny, and they just can't find out which clerk of which liberal judge leaked the information ahead of time. Meanwhile, we can raid presidents' home with FBI SWAT teams and uh, military equipment, rifles, guns, boats, helicopters, whatever they brought to Trump's house and every other house that the Justice Department has raided over the last couple of years since Trump took office. We can, we can do all that, but we can't find one tiny little clerk that leaked. All right, the Epic Times. Election integrity watchdog finds California lost 10.9 million out of a total 22 0.1 million ballots that had been mailed out to registered voters during the 2022 midterm elections. Election Integrity Group said almost 11 million mailed out ballots were unaccounted for, according to a January 18th report. Wow. Can't find or account for 11 million mailed out ballots, which is why mail-in voting and remote voting and early voting is necessarily corrupt. That's amazing. But no, elections are pure and clean. And if you question it, you're a conspiracy theorist. This, I don't have the website. I can't remember where I saw it, but I definitely saw it. The State Department is ditching Times New Roman. That's right. Getting rid of a font out of a desire to be more, quote, inclusive to, quote, employees who are visually impaired or have other difficulties reading. Yep, you cannot use Times New Roman anymore. It's been eradicated from the State Department, and it has been replaced with sans serif font Calibri, which is now the standard font for the department's communications. 
Blinken, Anthony Blinken, the Secretary of State, said the shift to Calibri will make it easier for people with disabilities who use certain assistive technologies, such as screen readers, to read department communication. This is insane. And it's not that I want to make things hard for people with disabilities to read, but why is the State Department, in the name of equity and inclusion, worrying about print font? Meanwhile, this just in, rogue nation China is on the precipice of attempting to take over the world. Iran is doing the same in the Middle East. Russia has invaded Ukraine. And the U.S. State Department is having more inclusive print font. Oh, that's right. It was from PJ Media. Anthony Blinken bans the use of Times New Roman. All right. This is from Newsmax. This is not a Friday folly. Go Trump. This is why he's loved. Trump vows to ban Chinese investment and ownership in the U.S. if he's president again. This is why people love him and he wins because he says stuff like this and then he does it. President Donald Trump promises to ban Chinese nationals from buying farmland or owning telecommunications, energy, technology, and medical supplies companies in the U.S. if he returns to the White House. You know what? It is kind of a Friday folly, not on Trump's part, but why in the world is any politician, any leader, anyone in the U.S. in favor of or allowing the communist Chinese to own anything in the U.S.? Remember a couple months ago, they bought hundreds of acres in Florida, some Chinese business, and they were breeding monkeys. Remember that? And I said that was going to be the new mechanism of a... Uh, disease outbreak or an American uh, a takeover of our nation, invasion by infected monkeys. What is going on? Why are we allowing the Chinese to buy anything here? Communists, out, out. We cut off with Cuba because they're communists. Should do the same with China. Wyoming, this is great, post-millennial, moves to ban not gas-powered cars, but electric vehicle sales by 2035 to ensure the stability of the fossil fuel industry. Excellent. So here also, Wyoming's not the Friday folly. It's all these other states like California, I think Virginia might have jumped on it as well, that are vowing to ban ban gas-powered vehicles. Well, Wyoming, good old red Wyoming, had a backlash response and said, you know what, if you're going to ban gas powered, we're banning electric vehicles because the fossil fuel industry is so important to our state. And, by the way, the dirty little secret is that electric cars are very dirty because of the all of the energy cost to produce the fossil fuel cost to produce the electricity that charges your little pristine car that you think is so clean. And all of the heinous mining practices and shipping practices from around the world in order to mine all of the elements that need to go into the battery that fuels the car. Dangerous, abusive slave labor around the world to mine, I don't know, the cobalt or something like that to put into these batteries so that white elitist liberals can drive around electric cars that they think are so pure and clean but it comes at the exploitation of workers worldwide, child labor, abusive mining labor practices. And yet they have this self-righteous pretense that they're saving the planet. Well, Wyoming said no to that. Epic Times, we talked about this yesterday. World Economic Forum declares 2023 the year of the polycrisis. 
Remember I told you yesterday, at Davos, Switzerland, all of the uh, most elite liberals at the head of that, that party carrying the banner is not only Klaus Schwab, Santa Claus Schwab, who, who gives us every year at the World Economic Forum out of his happy bag of gifts, more, more globalist, environmentalist propaganda anti-Christian, anti-capitalism, anti-West venom and policy that he's promoting. But also at the head of that pack is dear old Al Gore, the former vice president, lunatic environmentalist. And you know what's funny? I saw an article in a comment. All of these, I saw this on Instagram, all of these elitist liberals are going to Davos for this big meeting about the state of the world and we're in crisis, environmental crisis, and they all flew there on private jets into the Alps in Switzerland. Incredible. Davos doubles down on ESG, environmental social governance investing, policies amid shortages, inflation, and rising dissent. So they are promoting environmental social governance, which is basically what ESG is, is private corporate businesses, the private sector in America and worldwide bowing the knee and yielding to the leftist agenda that corporations, which uh, sadly they're all all too happy to do, are yielding and saying, we're going to buy in to climate change policy, uh, social policy that's diversity, equity, and inclusion to promote so-called victimized minorities and the trans agenda and all of that nonsense. And we're going to govern our companies better, but it's and more transparency, more equity and fairness. But all of it means is private sector is getting in bed with the leftist agenda and national governments, the public sector from around the world to all work together for the great global scheme of climate change policy, environmentalism, and ultimately global government. Now, at Davos this week, from the Daily Caller, sitting next to Al Gore, Colombia president says the world must overcome, here it is, ready? Couldn't wait to get to this. Capitalism. That's right. How much have I told you often and frequently that capitalism is a pillar of a Christian worldview? We call it capitalism. What the founders call it was the right to property, private property ownership. The right to life and property is a core tenant of a free society. That's what we call capitalism. It's not all about greed and exploitation. It's about property ownership and the implementation of God's law in a society, thou shalt not steal. It's a pillar of freedom. And all these globalists and leftists want to do is destroy capitalism. And we, as Christians and conservatives, often don't understand the need to defend capitalism. We view it as a preference, not an ethical issue. It is an ethical issue. They are transparent. Uh, president Gustavo Francisco Petro Urego, Colombia's president, said that the world must, quote, overcome capitalism at the WEF, World Economic Forum panel, sitting next to Al Gore. The panel was titled, quote, Leading the Charge Through Earth's New Normal, alongside environmental professor Joyita Gupta, 
scientist Johan Rockström, business mogul Roshni Nadar Malhotra, Salesforce CEO Mark... All right, on and on and on. These names go on. Orego promised environmental transformation and has proposals for addressing water, food, and energy security issues. We have to put an end to all of this if we wish to live on our planet. These people are nuts. We, we can't live on our planet if we don't surrender everything over to the environmentalist, wacko climate change globalists. We can't live on our planet anymore. Can our capitalism do this, he says? Based on our current data, we won't be able to do so. Of course you don't think capitalism can do it because you're the newly, newly elected socialist, Marxist, communist, left-wing, deranged, lunatic, elected dictator of Colombia. Of course you don't think capitalism can do it because capitalism, listen, people don't understand this, maintains freedom. Capitalism is equality. Capitalism is private ownership. Capitalism disperses authority, wealth, and ownership among all the people. It keeps people equal and free. Marxism, socialism, globalism, environmentalist, climate change policy, are you listening, consolidates authority in the elite by consolidating ownership among the elite so they all own everything by abolishing your private property rights. Communism is a scam. Marxism is a scam. It's a way to consolidate all wealth, power, and ownership in the hands of a few, and they're using globe climate change as a facade and pretense to do it. Capitalism can't, can't save the planet. Of course not, because you're a pinko commie. Therefore, perhaps we should do the following reflection. If capitalism is able to do so, unable to do so, Either humanity will die. Ah, oh, there it is. Crisis. These people are crazy. Humanity will die with capitalism or humanity will overcome capitalism so that we can live on our planet. There it is. Give up your property rights. Give us all, surrender all of your rights to us. And we'll make sure that you can continue with life on this planet. If you don't, we're all going to die. And people buy this. This from the Washington Examiner. Illinois counties are not going to enforce the assault weapons ban. That's right. Illinois just passed a law signed by their lunatic Democrat leftist governor banning assault weapons. What is an assault weapon, you ask? I have no idea. It's a made-up, manufactured, conjured-up leftist construction to justify taking our weapons. But thankfully, more than 70 Illinois counties will not enforce the state assault weapons ban. J.B. Pritzker signed the Protect Illinois Communities Act into law on January 10th, which bans the distribution and sale of assault weapons, high-capacity magazines, and switches in Illinois. Those who own such guns are expected to register them with Illinois State Police by January 1st, 2024, However, at least 74 sheriff's departments have publicly stated they will not enforce the ban. One county sheriff wrote in a statement that part of his duty is to protect the right to keep and bear arms. Yeah, exactly, because all these freedom-loving Americans in Illinois are all going to walk over to the State Department and register their weapons, legally you know, inscribe and sign a document saying that they're breaking the law and then they're all going to give up their guns. This is insane that this is happening in the United States. But we are, we are like a frog being slowly boiled in our own water. As though this is 
somehow constitutional and legitimate and consistent with freedom, that we all surrender up our weapons. And the best is nobody even knows what assault weapons is. It makes no sense. An assault weapon is a bat an assault weapon. And I can give you the whole history about where they came up with this. AR-15 means assault rifle. No, it doesn't. It's the original manufacturer, Armalite. They make this stuff up and then it sticks because they control the language. Do not give up your weapons, whether they call them assault or otherwise. We are out of time. Do you know that Sheila Jackson Lee in Texas is trying to make it a crime to criticize minorities? That's right. It is now a crime to criticize anyone who's considered a minority. That is a hate crime. And an astrophysicist in Colorado says that her profession is steeped in white supremacy, even though she is living the high life as a very successful astrophysicist professor. Let justice roll down like waters, America, and righteousness like an ever-flowing stream. Don't believe the hype out there. Liberals are crazy and getting crazier. This week's Flamethrower Award has to go to all of the attendees at Davos for lecturing us on global warming and yet flying there on their corporate jets. See you next week.